Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back. Yes. We have Chester, Jay, and then a special guest today. Drum Steph. roll, please. Oh, oh wow. Okay, okay. Wow. <laughs> Drum roll. Oh my god, this is terrible. Okay, go. <laughs> it's 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 Steph. Hey. Alright. So how are you doing? How are you doing today, Steph? I'm doing pretty good today. How are you doing? I'm doing good. And if the audio sounds bad, it's because Chester was a super smart man and forgot a cable. So we have to share a mic. So big round of applause for Chester, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Big Thank round of applause. Well, I actually wanted to... Okay, so this is what I'm thinking lately. Okay, and I wanted to ask you how you think about this, okay? So recently I found out that a hero of mine, mm -hmm. uh, of physics, his name is Walter Lewin. Um, yeah, he's the reason why I really started loving physics. I want to ask you this, right? Or just everyone in general is, how do you feel if uh, your hero, right? Well, anyways, getting back to Walter Lewin, sorry. I, I totally sidetracked. Walter Lewin was uh, con not convicted, but he was prosecuted for having sexual harassment with his students. Yeah. yeah. So my question is, is like, how much does that affect my love for physics? Uh, or or how, sh how much should it affect me? About I, the way I look at him, I guess, you know? Yeah, I personally don't think it should affect it that much because when you have like role models, um, at the end of the day, it's something that you enjoy. Like physics mm -hmm. is something that you want to do and something you like and you have mm -hmm. your own perspective on it. And then you use that role model to kind of like reach your goals, but not, it shouldn't change your perspective on physics because he isn't physics. You know what I mean? Like, mm. yeah, that's my um, perspective on that. I like that. I like that's that. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Because yeah. you see like some people, <coughs> I'm sorry, you see some people who um, it's like some people don't separate the person from their work, their mm. artwork. And that goes a lot with like directors and stuff where people are like, oh, I hate, I hate this movie because the director was such a creep or something. Mm -hmm. And it's like, there is so many other people that were a part of that and you're not gonna watch this one movie just because it's like, you don't like, you don't agree with that person. I think it's outrageous. Like mm -hmm. nobody should do that. Like their artwork is separate from who they are and you don't know them personally. Mm -hmm. Like they can, everyone can do shitty things, but it's like, if you genuinely enjoy their work and like what they produce, then that shouldn't really get in the way. Mm. It's like you're supporting their work, not really them, you know? Because no one is going to like agree with someone, you know, being a bad person to somebody else, you know? No one supports that morally. So it's like the artwork versus the person. You make it separate. I have like mixed, well, so a big thing I find um, in today's like society, whatever it is, people have a lot of trouble. Well, you say that people have a lot of trouble with that. But you know the same reason why like people stop supporting restaurants because the owners and stuff are racist and like a big thing. I agree with not supporting that in a sense because how you're basically saying it's okay by supporting that, you know? Versus, I think the uh, physics situation is a little different because, I mean, that's like more like, uh, I don't know him in particular, mm -hmm. but I'm sure he did like research or he came up with new like ideas in physics, mm -hmm. right? 
and i feel like those are like scientific breakthroughs so it's like it'd be bad not to use that information what if it's stuff like i'm gonna sing a song and like an artist i guess like even if you're good at um at producing art or like making music if you continuously have a like a negative not negative mindset but like not the right views i think you shouldn't support based on that it depends it depends on the situation you know but well i mean you look at like uh chick-fil-a right they they don't believe in gays yeah well the owners don't really the founders right so not saying that they don't believe in it they just don't support it Mm -hmm. right but still people go there they still go there and they still buy chick-fil-a they buy for the chicken they don't buy into the idea yeah that's the i think I think that's what's uh, wrong about society in the sense is that the separation of what's happening. Mm-hmm. Because I found this out through Twitter. So I tweeted about the Walter Lewin thing on Twitter, and someone else posted, he, he's a sick, sick bastard. But, but, but it's like, well, my, thought, my first thought is like, well, I don't care. I mean, not that I don't care that he sexually harassed some people, yeah. but I just don't care because I love him for physics. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, I don't care. It was mm-hmm. physics only that I cared about, right? So I feel like, I don't know, it's context mixed with, you're right, context mixed with situational. But at the same time, it is a question that you have to ask, like, do I support him? How much of me buying into it is supporting him in those ideas? I mean, that's kind of a far fetch. Like, I think, like, regardless, though, it's not anyone, like, when you're the common working person, it's Mm -hmm. not, it shouldn't be your problem to support like because you know that whole thing of like uh restaurants and businesses supporting like republican or democratic side right mm-hmm. and it's like there's this app that like separates it and you can show it shows you like where they're funding uh what's what political party or whatever yeah, yeah. i don't think it's like it should not be the common workers responsibility to execute um, yeah execute that. yeah like it's it's really like if you genuinely enjoy enjoy a product life is too short to be like oh i'm not gonna go to chick-fil-a because they they don't support like lgbtq plus <laughs> like i can't like i really like that restaurant but they don't support that so i'm not gonna do that it's like you shouldn't have that responsibility mm-hmm. honestly big companies should just function as a company they don't need to be their own personality that you either support or don't and it's like it's just so stupid that that's that is like the society unfortunately and that is what it, how it functions but i if i genuinely like something and they support something that i don't agree with whatever that's really not my problem i don't care if i'm supporting it by using my wallet by buying buying the products it's like i like this product and i can't aff- like life's too short for me mm-hmm. i just i don't know yeah, i'm no. not i'm just like selfish yeah, i'm I mean, just literally I agree selfish with stephanie and her her view on it mm. because like what we're basically talking about is boycotting and hey it works it worked mm. in the past yeah. there's a chance it could work in the future make like a statement yeah just a lot of people are rich nowadays so they don't can't really do much with it but boycotting does work and how i would explain it is like if it's like a scientific breakthrough obviously yeah let's use it because if i use their idea they're not technically getting any benefit from it you know if i use their scientific idea they're not getting money through that they're not getting anything to that i'm getting more out of their research than they are getting from me using their research exactly but if it's a business like 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 a restaurant or like a like a director or something like that 
there's a chance that what you do does benefit them because if you support them, they're getting money. And that kind of helps them to only further their own agenda being, you know, what we don't want. Yeah, I actually want to add to that. Like, even if it's a product you like because you, like, know of that product, like, how how many other fried chicken places can you find to, like, eat instead of, um, okay, so you know you like Chick-fil-A and it's a big thing to, to go there, but, like, it's not hard to find other places, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's kind of like knowingly going back there, not even trying to find other options and kind of like supporting. Because if you um, have a way, like boycotting, it's just like making a statement to say, you know, I don't support this. And then sometimes that causes people to like second guess, you know, not mm-hmm. second guess themselves, but like think about it a little more like, why is it people aren't supporting me because of this? Like, this must be wrong. And then they like mm-hmm. think it through. And I just think there's so many options to just go back to one because you like it. Like, I don't think that's like a, you know what I mean? Well, what about climate change? We all, we all agree that climate change is wrong, yeah? Mm-hmm. In the here? Okay, so then what? climate change. Like, <laughs> wait, every, what? Okay, just let me, let me, just okay, okay, stay okay, with wait, me, stay with me. Wait, think wait, about, fucking what? Chester, stop. <laughs> okay, think about, think about this. Every business mm. technically is supporting climate change because they all they all use things they all use resources that contribute to messing up the world, right? Mm-hmm. So, aren't you you tech? No one here agrees with like pr- like continuing climate change. So then, I mean, you can't stop it. So I really don't care. Yes, yes. So it's Wh- like, okay, all these businesses are supporting that. And all we can do is like live our lives in the way that we know how to, but all of them are supporting that in some degree. So it's like, it shouldn't, it's not our responsibility. No, it's about what you can control. What? Yeah. Okay, but so like, here, okay, it's here, not, okay, 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 go on. Go on. No, well, well, what I want to say is for at least for the climate change, right? Okay. Did you know that in the United States, 70% of waste from water and electricity are in the household? It is not in businesses, right? The reason why that is, is because there's stringent laws against businesses in the cases that if they emit too much trash, hazardous waste in an environment, they get they get fined federally. That's a federal crime, technically speaking. So businesses, of course, you know, they have to run around that and work around it. But 70% of the waste happens in our homes, in the United States, in the homes. Water. Think about how many times you see your neighbor water run with no grass, <laughs> right? There is, that's where the waste is, is happening is in the homes. So really, People are blaming companies. I'm not saying you. I'm saying people are going to blame companies for, for, uh, for this waste, right? That they're eating up all the resources. When in reality, you're over there watering streets. And you guys are having... Here's the other thing, right? It's, it's just so crazy to me. It's just like um, washers and dryers. And then um, those are the places that usually eat up the most in the household. That and uh, dishwashers, right? So, and then hot water. Right, having hot water takes a lot of power, probably the most power. And if you do it with your clothes as well, I mean, you're eating up about maybe 358 kilowatts. Right. So. Thank you. That's kind of weird, right? That that 
you know, because when I found that out, I thought, what the hell? That's weird. I would have thought governments or, like, big agencies were taking all the resources. In reality, we're just we're fucking well, consuming it okay, and wasting okay. it. I'm not, I'm not talking, like, solely about water. Right, that, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I, just, I know, I'm just letting you know that yeah, at least yeah. the climate change for thing is yeah, waste. Yeah. Uh, it's just that. Well, well all, I, all I mean is, like, um, like, if you genuinely enjoy something and they don't support, like, the, f- I don't know, they don't support something that you like, that shouldn't, like, I don't know, that shouldn't, like, base your whole opinion off of them. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very much for, like, life's too short to make something out of nothing and, you know, like, everyone's going to die. It doesn't, I don't think it really matters at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. But that's me. That's me. I'm probably, I, I probably have, like, no, uh, I don't know. I don't want to say, like, morality by saying that. I was going to say that's not you. What? You, if you said you didn't have morals, I was gonna say, yeah, you no, do. yeah. I d- well, for this for this thing, I don't think it genuinely matters because I'm, I'd rather like enjoy what I want to with what little money I have than like try hard yeah. to avoid things. Because well, that's like the thing. Oh, sorry, Seth. No, no, no. Yeah, no. You oh, don't. I mean, my thinking is like look about Michael Jackson. Think about R. Kelly. I mean, you know what I mean. R. Kelly, you know, peed on eighteen women, eighteen and younger women. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> but I still listen to his music. Cause it bumps. It's music. It's fun. It's great. But then if I if I listen to it with other people, they're like, "Are you listening to R. Kelly, dude? What the hell? Did you know what he did?" It's like, yeah, he made a great album. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, I like to an extent. I think. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, it's like depends on how much you think what it, the product or the music whatever benefits you, and then you make your decision off of that, and if it's like worth it, you know. But because um, I definitely, I say that for businesses and stuff, but artists have done things, as you would say, and I, I do, like I separate the music in a sense. Mm-hmm. And I kind of backtracks on what I said before, but I, it, it like, it a little bit, but it depends on like how much you would say it benefits um, you as a person and then to like know whether it's like worth, you know, Kind of just like weighing your own options. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, if I do this, does it really affect this that much or something like that? Would you say then the degree of the crime matters rather than, so let's say like, you know, not Travis Scott. I mean, he's already (laughs) done a lot of shit. (laughs) Or let's say Travis Scott (laughs) killed his mother. Mm. Would you still listen to his music? In a different way. Yeah. I wouldn't think of it the same way. Also, like, Like, I would need to know why did he kill his mother? Well, okay, yeah, that's a good point too. I yeah. need to know the, yeah. the whole story before I make a point. Because in my mind, it's like, let's say you're a new person that listens to Travis Scott post killing mother, okay, and you never knew this about him, okay. Well, will you stop listening to his music? Should that stop you from listening to his music? Absolutely. <laughs> I think it should Absolutely influence not. you. It should influence you in a way to think about it differently. Okay, so then, but not how much? Then? Stop. Because that's your own thought process, and that's how how you think about it. Yeah. But if you just let it slide, that's no no. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're gonna be like, oh, he killed his mom, I don't really don't care. Mm, that's fucking gross, bro. So you're saying really? you ha- you should have somewhat of a reaction. Yes. If you have okay. no reaction to someone killing their own mother, there's something genuinely wrong with you. I just watch Not a lot of them. anime. Just what? you. <laughs> that's so interesting. Cause I like. <laughs> Okay, I'm not gonna. Oh, I'm not. God, I'm like, wait, wait damn, are you adding me right now? <laughs> I'm confused. No, no, no. Because no. like, um, okay. 
I well, I don't know though, because like that's not. Again, I think the person is separate than their artwork. If they're like, if they make music about that, and like something that I don't know that like triggers me personally, then it'd be like, okay, then I don't like their artwork anymore. I don't like what their product is. But like before and prior, it'd be like, I don't know, whatever. Because mm-hmm. pe- people change over time. I, I'm not like if they're if they're like continuing it and like if that changes their product then I'd be like, oh, damn. Well, yeah, like, I also believe in, like, oh. people changing. Or do you want to? But, like, I yeah, I believe in people changing and stuff. But, you know, the initial reaction of just oh. learning about someone saying, oh, did you know your favorite artist killed their own mother? And then you're just like, I really don't care because it's my favorite artist. Uh, You don't care about murder? No, yeah, that's... that's You don't care y- about homicide? You know, having a reaction at first, that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm just like, that's weird if you don't. Yeah. Like, make up your mind, but at least react, you know? In a way. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, now that y'all are talking about that, I realize where the line ends between like what I would find a different um, alternative versus. So if it's a business, I say it's easy to boycott. But if it's art, I feel like art comes from like those like dark places. Like if he he killed his mom and he makes like music, I feel like that could even like add to his music in a sense. Um, it's funny because like my dad had said this like a while back he's like he, we were listening to a song that he liked and he's like yeah the song is good and it's um sorry to say but their music was so much better when the band was like on drugs you know what I mean mm. so I yeah I see I think like no, I come back to the negative but issues like that could actually add to art and have be like more relatable to people because people might be going that same going through the same situation maybe thinking i mean you don't want to like promote and have them want to kill their mom or like something <laughs> through his music mm-hmm. but it definitely creates like more like relatable things that might help people you know feel more comfort with mm-hmm. when it comes to like art yeah, yeah, yeah. i definitely agree because yeah. like art is more subjective and with a business it's objective like yeah. with a business yeah. you can say oh they hate the gays mm-hmm. that's it <laughs> you can't <laughs> There's yeah. nothing to argue. They just hate the game. They need, need to laugh. There, there's just nothing to argue about it. Or like you know things like that. But like with with art, you can't really just say it's bad because this. It's bad mm-hmm. because of that. Mm-hmm. Then you're not even judging the art. You're judging something else. Well, and connecting it to right the art. the art and then the artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There is more like uh, leeway for yeah. sure from the art to the artist. Yeah, I think the thing too is like you look at like. Um, I mean, that's when you, what your dad was talking about. That's when music was music. You know what I mean? But now people are on drugs and they're just crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't see them dropping albums. I just see them dropping, you know, people. <laughs> dropping um, dead bodies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dropping bodies. But you know, like, yeah, there is a lot of artists like Elvis Presley who was dealing with diabetes. He was dealing with a lot of things. He also was a huge drug addict, um, but fucking pumped out great music. You look at, um, you know, rock bands especially during the time. Uh, Freddie Mercury. I mean, he had AIDS, mm. but that's different. Um, <laughs> yeah, but a different type of drugs. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I definitely. Okay, I see that. And then th- I, I then I pose the question. Then, so when the separation is made, why is there what what's the separation for then? Like not for, but like why is there a separation at that point? Because it's some oh. Between like business and art? Not between business and art. Let's between go. F- let's what? focus oh, on art. Just like in right. everything in general. Because okay. since, since we know, since we know now, right, that you're saying that like we're gonna make that separation. Yeah. Okay, so then tell me why in art is there going to be a line within art? 
Because I think there's like skill and like beauty in that damage. You mm. know what I mean? Mm. And like people, I think that's what art is. Like people take like that. Most people base it off of their emotions and like they use um, parts of themselves. Yeah, to create things that are relatable or like people like feel. I feel like art is more about like feeling. So you're not always going to be like happy so mm. whether whatever you're going through you put it into art i think that something that should be appreciated and that's where the line i don't know for me personally mm. yeah. i see so like separation of just just art like nothing else well yeah because you know like my thing is like you look at i look at business differently than most people mm. right i think um what I look at businesses, I look at them as um, the, the problem solvers. They've done things that they've solved things, right? So you look at washers and dryers, companies like that, like GE, they helped, uh, or LG, they've helped save time washing clothes. <laughs> they made it better, right? They made it easier, they made it more efficient. But at the same time, they've also made it where we need to pull in more resources for it. But technology gets better. Computers made it easy for us to go ahead and, um, t you know, digitally put our ideas and art on, on a uh, digital platform. Internet gave us the possibility of communications outwards between each other. Cellular, you know, texting, SMSs. So, you know, like those, but those are all business ran. You know, you look at music, it's like you can't really, uh, you can see how much they pull in people and how much they you know, influence the people. Because that's true, as you mean, some of the songs do influence people. I mean, look at our generation now. <laughs> you know what I mean? How many people are buying Air Force Ones? How many people are buying, you know, they buy the things that the freaking, whoever the superstars are wearing. You know, you look at Kanye West, they're Yeezys. You know, when Yeezys was coming out, everyone's like, oh my God, I can't wait to look like a homeless Yeezys. guy. Yeezys. <laughs> but, um, you know, but that's what I'm getting at is like, you can see that even, even in art, it's still a business as well. Right, and it's because you're selling something, you're you're promoting something. You have to do something because if you don't have enough eyes or ears, in a, in a sense, you're never going to be able to influence people. So I think no matter what, it, I look at that as a business because that's the same thing. There's an objective, right? Even from an artist's perspective, to get the most, to be seen, to be heard, to be understood, regardless if it's a niche market or not, it's still something that everyone in those, you know, what I mean, those industries look for is that kind of thing is power influence. You look at um, Picasso. Picasso later in his years when he, I think it was in the 1900s, but he kind of, or somewhere around there, but he, he lost uh, art in his, in, his, in his saying, right? He said he lost the idea of art. He lost everything. So you know what he used to do? At art museums, when he was promoting his stuff, he would turn his art around. He would turn it around. He had a statue, he would turn it around. He had a, a painting, he would just put it upside down. And he would say, this is completely new art. Damn. But that's Picasso. <laughs> yeah. And you didn't know that, right? But that's art. We're yeah. talking about the art and the artist, too. Yeah. So like, that, uh, that's, that, that shows you the desperality that Picasso was going off of his fame. right? Mm. There's another artist who I really, really admire. I forgot his name, though. But he, um, he, had, uh, he had schizophrenia. And so his art was painting himself. Right? And as he painted himself and it kept going on, the schizophrenia, it became more weird and abstract. Whoa, that's yeah. cool. And then his last painting was just a streak of yellow and green and orange. Was that Ke uh, Kevin Bacon? No, 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 no. I no. think it was someone else. But okay. he later committed suicide. But that's an artist. 
Damn, that's that's, that's how you go a real artist. That's yeah, you know, but that's let's kill themselves getting. first, guys. Right, but that's what I'm getting at. Is like you talk about the darkness, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, a schizophrenia is a really dark drug, uh, not drug, but <laughs> symptom to have. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so yeah. so damaging. But his art, <laughs> if that's a drug, get me hooked up on that, bro. <laughs> But that's crazy, right? And so, yeah. like, uh, I got to look him up, but his art is amazing. And mm-hmm. it's kind of really kind of a telling story about how to deal with that kind of schizophrenia. See, th- that's it. Yeah. It's a story. It's that's a story. why yeah. we can separate it from what a business yeah, naturally yeah, yeah. is. Yeah, but a business has a story. Okay, Whoa. but, like, the business is a lot more objective than art. Yeah. And s- yeah. But art is the same Because in too. a business, if you look at a washing machine, you're like, oh, that just doesn't work. Okay, so yeah. I'll ask you this. Then why does an artist ever make anything then? What's the point of making anything if you don't want anyone to see it? I feel like that's the, not no, no, what no. it's for. I feel like yeah, that's but not what art is. F- you're completely destroying the thought of what art is supposed but to be. What I'm getting okay, at okay. Art is, like is to we, express we themselves, okay, wait, wait, wait. not to be seen by others, wait, wait. to express themselves. Yeah, exactly. But expression isn't accepted unless others accept it. Well, you actually, actually, when you're a true okay, artist, you don't need sense. others to accept it. Wait, does that make sense? Say that again. So expression <laughs> doesn't matter when no one accepts it. That's wrong. That's wrong. It doesn't matter if no one accepts it. It, yes, in the sense that expression, if I express myself yeah. with no one around me, it doesn't matter. It does matter to yeah. yourself. Okay, wait, explain. Okay, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Explain. You, yeah, that, you that's how art that. is. Like, yeah, no, I... Because if you're, if you're... First of all, if you're making art for attention, you've already lost the essence yeah, of art. Yeah, I agree. You've like, already lost uh-huh. everything. That's not art. That's okay. just you being a freaking attention seeker. You're not actually creating art. You're just making things that other people also agree with okay. so that they agree with okay. you okay yeah like but when you make it for yourself and it's your own self-expression yeah. mm-hmm. that's art that's true art to you to yourself and only to yourself you don't need others to understand your art mm, you know okay. you don't you don't because and if, sometimes yeah people use it to like understand themselves yeah so like you express that like that's why they you write a diary it. like every day that's tech not like that's it's, kind it's of art writing. it's like novel In, yeah, yeah it's like no exactly so and that's for yourself. You don't go around like giving everyone your diary. <laughs> it's like, here's my diary, right. guys. Read it. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I will say some of the best artwork, either like, um, pi- like picture or like illustration or lyrics or anything, poetry, is always written for the sole pers- purpose of for themselves. Like no one else is gonna see this, and it, it's like the best because it's the most raw feeling of emotion that they have and they're putting that down and expressing it but then you know because all the all the best uh artists in the past have been like they've done this for themselves and then they end up like dying someone finds their artwork and they're like wow this is insane this is very impactful like um gosh that one there's that one spanish uh artist that he made the one it's like one of my favorite paintings it's um god what's that myth mythology that Greek mythology guy that ate his three children. Oh, Kronos. 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 Wait, his three children? Yeah, it's Kronos. a painting. Yeah, Kronos it's ate uh, Zeus, Poseidon, and Hades because there was a prophecy that his children were going to kill him. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Oh, okay. I know so, that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah so he, this Spanish painter, he actually, I think he ha- was like a little bit manic or something because, uh, yeah, he ended up, he painted all his life. Uh, and then his later later years, his mental illness got so bad that he was in his house and he would just paint on the walls. And this one particular painting of Kratos eating his three children was like on the dining room wall. And this was like he oh, made that's cool. 
dude, it was, it's crazy. Like his story is crazy, but no one found it till he passed. And this was like his own interpretation of that story. And he had like other artwork that was like equally disturbing. But in that one, you could really just like feel the terror in like Kratos as like the person. Especially like at the dining table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very, very interesting. But like he did that for himself. And it's like some of like one of my favorite paintings for sure. Mm. That because well like mm, okay <laughs> because when you talk about artists that work for like niche markets, it's fake. That's for money. It's so fake. It's not for expression. It's for money. You know because they're dependent on that. But like for the people who, people who do it for themselves, and then they somehow get recognition. Go on, rock on, make that money, sis. As long as you you know it makes you happy. You know as long as it's your self-expression and you're not doing it for the money, because that's how most happy people are they're not thinking about the money yeah they're just thinking about themselves and how they can be better yeah mm-hmm. you know? well, because for me at least when i look at it it's like you know let's say let's say an artist has the greatest message possible he's got maybe let's say uh, he had a divine spirit come down and tell him hey look the world needs to know this and he goes you got it and he paints it expresses it however he could if he if it leaves on deaf ears right uh, you know, you know. My thing is just like, well, it, it, it's left on deaf ears. It doesn't exist then, in the sense, because let's say that the, every artist has a message to say, regardless of whether or not. I mean, can we all agree on that, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. Everyone. Right. All artists have a message to say. Now, I wish. Now, there's a lot of messages out there for artists that I wish were out there in the world, but is left on deaf ears. And in a world like this and in a society like this, it only works and functions whether in a way that if you can make it work and appeal to the people. So that's what I'm saying is like, you can get a message across for yourself, that's fine. That's great, that's good art. But then there are things that artists wanna be able to, and I argue that artists wanna be able to go and promote an idea, a concept, a question. Movies like that do that all the time, right? So then would that also be just for the money as well? Well, no, because you said it's for them and others, mm-hmm. but it's not like they made it for the money, right? So, but they made it to be heard. Okay, yeah. Then that can also be considered art. Mm. If it falls on deaf ears, I that doesn't like, mean it's not art, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what we just said. We yeah, said earlier, right. So yeah, but I don't know. I think I think you lose a certain like you have like when you have an expectation of any kind, you're going to either like, you're gonna let yourself down in some capacity. Cause a lot of the time, like it is luck when you get recognized for something or, you know, a lot of the time, I feel like people just get lucky. So it's like, if you have any type of expectation, you're going to let yourself down. So I feel like if you do something and you want, like you can't not want like something to happen. It just has to happen. And if your intent is to be to like share it with others, then what like what does it mean if like like it should be if only two people see it versus like two million or something, you're still doing the same thing. But you're like, I think it, it's different if you have the expectation like you want a lot of people to know about it mm. versus like two or three. It's the, it's still the same, isn't it? But your own expectation is letting yourself down. Well, what I'm what I said in the scenario is that it's the divinity. And it's mm. and it's being pushed out to you, being responsible for expressing this in a way that everyone gets it, right? 
So mm-hmm. regardless, that's not an expectation, right? It's, it's rather a divine expectation upon you to deliver, right? Well, that's their own interpretation. I well, mean, that's, uh, what I'm talking about is basically religion. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right, 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 right. It's, it's, it's religion. It's basically what I'm talking about. I was, I was thinking about, like, the podcast. No, I understand <laughs> like, that. But what I'm saying is, like, you know, okay, so, like, let's say Jesus Christ came down. I'm not saying he's blessed, not real. And blessed our right? podcast I'm not saying he's today. not real, but let's say, right? <laughs> we, need him on the, we need him as a <laughs> guest, did, by yeah, the way. Yeah, gotcha, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he cuts our yard. Um, <laughs> but, right, he comes down. Well, he's there, you know, like Moses, right? Mm-hmm. Moses was visited by God, right? And the Ten Commandments, right? So his job for the Ten Commandments was to go ahead and tell, express it, express, promote it, and then believe in it as well to make sure that everyone else also practices, promotes it, believes it. That's how the religion worked, right? Well, what happened? <laughs> God threw a rock. <laughs> And killed. No, I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> but that's Old Testament. But what I'm getting at is like that's that was what I'm saying is that there's good morals that come from the Bible. Of course, there are great things that come from it. Treat your neighbor, like how you would you know treat your neighbor good. You know treat others how you would want to be treated. So there are some good moral things, right? Integrity, all these other things. Truth, never lie. But if that wasn't uh, expressed, even if it was just two people, and it fell on deaf ears. You, I mean, then we wouldn't have Christianity. There had to be a strong group to be able to go ahead and push it out as fast as you can. You know what I mean? Like murder and... I mean, um, yeah. I mean, murder can be considered religion. Yeah. It is religion. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like that, that's also something that we have to think about, too, when we, thought, when we think about what we do. If it's just for us, mm-hmm. right? Okay, that's fine. But if this is for... If this is for others, this is for the greater good, this is for everyone, then your job as that artist, as that person, as that, as that um, you know, leader, is to get this to the masses as best possible. I understand, oh. No, I mean, I understand what you're trying to say. Right, 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 right. But it just sounds weird to include divinity to it. Mm. Because divinity doesn't necessarily mean human. No. So adding divinity, would just completely undermine human expression. It's well, not human expression well, at, anymore. Okay, sorry, sorry, real quick. But look at like, look at like all these artists. Right. Do you think that they just, you know, there had to be moments where they're just like, fuck yeah, I got it. Yeah, okay, but not not from God, but, but from a not, divine yeah, being, yeah, from themselves. It, yes, it's their subconscious, but the, yeah. you know, they're gonna say this was divine thing came, a whisper came to me. It was probably my agent. <laughs> And he was telling us we're losing money, right? No, but I'm, what I'm saying is that you're right. It's not, divinity is in a sense not human, but I, I get what you're saying. Funny, I think you actually have a business mentality for like thinking in that manner because mm-hmm. um, businesses are like that. Like you have an idea or like something you think would benefit a lot of people and then you create that into a business. And well, if nobody gets your product, uh, product or like buys anything, then I mean, you fail as like a business, you know? Mm-hmm. But whereas art and like self-expression, like if you, it's more like a personal thing. That's why people are like grateful to be able to like live off of something that they just do for themselves versus a business, which is something you, you know, you're trying to like help others in a sense. So art is like up to interpretation, but a business is like 
an idea that you think can benefit people. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so that, that now that makes sense. Okay. Where where we can make that make that make that. Well, <laughs> Jay. Thanks, Chester. Well, what I'm wow. getting at is like that's what that's what you needed to say. It's just get me the clear line of where this ends and where it begins, so that I understand where that separation is. Because you're right, I do have that business mentality, because. I'm not saying I have ideas that are going to benefit the world. I mean, people have done it before me. You know what I mean? People have thought about how to save the world a million times and how many of them failed. You know what I'm saying? Most of them. Right? But the, 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 that's the point is, is like, yes, you're right. The business fails, but the idea still lives on. Right? So that's the thing is like, at that one point, does it stop becoming an idea and it becomes reality? That's what, uh, for me at least, matters the most is... Uh, as much as, we, I mean, we can be, you know, artists, all of us can be artists, right? And just keep all the things to ourselves, right? But, I mean, like, at the end of the day, it's like, okay, well, like, how am I going to feel if none of this gets seen and stuff like that? You know, I, I don't know. I, I guess I come from a place where I hope that it gets seen and heard, right? And then the message gets through, regardless or not if I'm the leader of that message. I hope the message gets through. And I'm thinking that that's the same way that most people feel like. Mm. Okay. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, this is like a, a um, little bit off topic, but we should have done this at the beginning. But um, Steph, you're from Trinidad, yeah? yeah. What are like, what is like some um, like taboo topics over there that is like not spoken about a lot? I just wanted to like get, get to through the topics, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah, tell us. Um, taboo topics. I I think I'd have to like think on that a little bit more because whether it's a weird society if I think about it. Yeah, so you either I would have to think about that. But sorry, yeah, nothing come came to mind when you said that. Oh really? Yeah. Well, what, what is it like? What's the differences of like living here in Hawaii versus like Trinidad? What's like some key differences for you? Um, it's actually pretty similar. So the beaches are a lot nicer here, and it's also because I think it's part of um, like America. It's definitely modernized in mm -hmm. a sense. It's like coming to like more of a modern modern island versus back home, and then the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the culture and stuff is well it's like both of laid back in a sense mm -hmm. but um obviously there's more cultural background so like hey it's like more of like a, you know hawaiian culture as a background versus back home we have a lot of i would say um a mix of religions and yeah so it's like very diverse because of like slavery they brought in you know the african americans and indians and stuff for um, slavery and so the culture is kind of based on a mix of that that kind of made it the Caribbean if that makes sense so yeah I see th those differences between hair and Hawaii Damn, that that's is pretty interesting I didn't know that they I didn't know had slavery yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. holy shit Damn. everywhere has slavery guys yeah. <laughs> it's just extra steps that's yeah. all extra <laughs> steps some is just different than the other <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Dang. Oh wow! Some are just done well. Some are just done poorly. Yeah. But you're you're a, like, okay, going back a little bit to this to the topic. You're an artist and you're um you're an artist yourself because you do like dance and everything, or you've been like working on that. You have uh, may I insert your 
TikTok, <laughs> okay. as you are. She's like a c- celebrity in Trinidad. No. She gets recognized all the time. I, it's happened a couple times, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't consider it like that. But it's it has happened a couple times, which is. Fine. I consider it a celebrity. You're a celebrity. Oh, thank it's you. Like I appreciate it. <laughs> like a zealous celebrity. Wow, wow, Jay, wow, Jay. At least, at least she's a celebrity. Are you exactly? No. That's right. She's still better than most of us here. Mostly, I love how he said mostly. Like, he's just gonna it, this like, not I'm include better. himself in that. <laughs> yeah, he's like, why would most? I? I'm good. I'm like God, so I don't need. To. Oh, okay. Oh. But um, I think goal. that uh. So how was it? Did you have internet in Trinidad? I've never been there. <laughs> <laughs> she has TikTok, Chester. She has TikTok. You oh literally. Oh my Wow. Like what? Like they're coming what? to Hawaii. Yeah. Oh, what? Did you guys I, like, grass you like turtles to school? Um, oh my god. Okay, you want to have some some uh, assumptions people have made? Okay, okay, yeah, fair. <laughs> I've heard, oh, do you go to school on the beach in swimsuits? <laughs> do you guys have airports? <laughs> or oh, did you have to take a boat out there? <laughs> so it's uh, not the first thing I've heard <laughs> that's a question like that. But yes, we do have internet. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, hey, guys, we have look. Google. Oh, God. You know, right. That was the most... <laughs> Dumbest question I've ever. Heard. It was fun. I was Damn trying to. I was gonna spin it off like it was a joke, but I was really serious about yeah. that question because yeah, I, I, I could really tell, I could did it. Well, I've never yeah. been to Trinidad. Like, yeah. where is Trinidad on the global map? That's how much I don't know where You're Trinidad is. You sounded like me when I first moved here, dude. When I heard about like <laughs> anywhere else. <laughs> but I'm interested. But so, like, yeah. where Trinidad is it geolo- geologically okay. located? Um, Trinidad is in the Caribbean. Okay. Also, so you're with the okay. Yeah, in the Caribbean, but it's like the lowest. Caribbean. Oh, sorry. It's the lowest Caribbean island, um, mm-hmm. right next to Venezuela. Oh, yeah. So it's like right next to like South America. My you guys have a lot of Venezuela. drugs passing by in Trinidad. Well, I don't look for it, so I'm not too. <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a good answer. That was a good answer. <laughs> I, like I don't that. think Trinidad We're not recording like, anything. Uh-huh. You can tell us what's up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, okay, FBI. She's Trinidad, like, Trinidad. how do you think yeah, I yeah. got here? Right? <laughs> mm. On <No>. a boat. <laughs> <laughs> My dolphin. Yeah, but AC still works. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we do have AC and Trinidad, too, in case you are wondering. <laughs> Just thought I'd clarify. But, yeah, I don't think Trinidad is, like, a hot spot for drugs. I think other islands are, like, definitely where you'd, like, bring them in and then, like, ship them out, if that's what you're wondering. No, I mean, just, like, because in the Caribbean area of Venezuela, especially, you know, yeah. there's a lot of drugs that go by and there's a lot of, um, you know. Yeah. What? It's, it's the Caribbean, <laughs> you know? What do you... I'm just saying. Didn't you just admit you've never been there by? Well, I know. Are you lying to us? Well, now she said Venezuela. I'm like, fuck. Now I know where we're at. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But there's a lot of shit that goes on in that area, usually in the seas there, but not as much as um, in the you know the the Mediterranean. But well, that that okay. That's interesting. Okay, plug plug your TikTok though, so that you can get more of the. The fan, fan base. Okay, it's at you know tell me twice. Steffi <laughs> dot Andrea P H S T E P H Y dot A N D R E A. All right, we're gonna we're gonna do that again at the end of this podcast, <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so that we can get that again. Yeah. But um, so my next question, okay, do you keep up with this, the the Rittenhouse case? Rittenhouse, yeah. Um, I don't know what that is Ooh, it's all over i don't twitter. know either I don't have the heck though. is rittenhouse yeah chester you're i'm sorry my twitter one. isn't that kind of twitter yeah okay so the rittenhouse case well 
it's not really Rittenhouse, it's the verdict, right? Is that the, this, uh, I believe is 19 years old. Um, is that the guy that um, had like a gun with a bad lawyer? Had a gun, yes, yes, yes. The, the lawyer that asked the most dumbest questions ever. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, so there was a fire. Yeah. Why did you feel the need to leave your house? Because there was a fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello? Yeah, so the, the death of Joseph Rosenbaum, the first uh, man Rittenhouse shot. So this is the like the young man, young man. So he went to Florida, and there was a riot going on. By the way, during this time, Florida was doing a lockdown, right? Nobody can go out. You know what I mean? So like blah blah blah. So obviously, rioting is illegal at this point, right? So, uh, you know, Rittenhouse decided to go there to go ahead and um, try to protect stores. And there was a lot of people doing that all around the nation during this time because it's Black Lives Matter, right? Mm -hmm. And so. He was there. He was then attacked by three black men. On so video. Rittenhouse is a person. Person, yeah, yeah. Okay. And he was attacked by a three black men on video, and he had killed and shot uh, Joseph Rosenbaum. And they tried to give him sixty years to life. Uh, the thing about this is that um, the thing that's so interesting about this case is that um, there's a lot of well, including the lawyer being really, really dumb. Uh, in the sense that he's also carrying a loaded gun in a in a courthouse and aiming it at other people and having his <laughs> finger on the trigger with one in the chamber. So, Yeesh. yeah, he's an idiot, right? But other than that is that um, they try to get him for, I believe, uh, homicide. Uh, but I, I forgot what it, what it was. But they did, basically, they wanted to get the maximum, whatever the maximum was, right? So the question is, is that, okay, so they were asking, so the question was whether or not it was self-defense or not. Later on, they indicted that he wasn't, he was not guilty for any of the crimes that he was committed. Yeah, he's free. He's a free man. Hell yeah. Weird. Right. Hell yeah. But in Florida and in Texas and there's other states um, that are gun-loving nation people, you know, it's, there is laws that protect you for that, like stand your ground law in Texas, right? Someone steps on your property and you want them to leave, they do not leave, you have, do have the right to kill them on site. I think that's similar in um, New Mexico too, mm -hmm. but we're also like we're kind of like we're kind of out there, you know, like we're <laughs> the Wild West a little bit. Yeah. So we have like kind of loose laws like that, but mm -hmm. yeah, yeah I, th I think it's like similar, but we're not so gun ho as Texas for sure. Texas is a different breed. Mm -hmm. I think the thing is like what begs me the question is just like everyone's against, everyone's calling this kid a racist. Everyone's calling this kid. Everything on the in the you know in the liberal fucking dictionary that they give you when you start going through the door, and they want him to go to life. When in the video he was attacked by and surrounded by thousands of hundreds of people, right? So, how much in my in my eyes, how much is it where? What do we value as a society? Do we value the way that it looks, the imagery, the sounding, and the delivery of what the story is? or do we value the justice system's verdicts? And obviously we really know that it's not that, it's the other way around, mm -hmm. right? We care more about how it's delivered to us, we care more about how it sounds. I mean, you look on Twitter for any of this, you can look up hashtag Rittenhouse, you know, you see thousands of people, millions of people just talking like, get him in jail, kill him, the justice system's fucking rigged, blah, 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 blah. But in reality, the, the, the lawyer that was going after this guy indicted him for the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. They could have indicted him for curfew, they could have indicted him for all these other things, but they wanted him to take the maximum, which is, you know what I mean? Yeah. So what is, so my thing is like, how for you, and my question, what do you feel about a story like that? 
as in what about like how people's perception mm-hmm. of like a situation could be you know twisted based on yeah like yeah. how much misinformation is being sent out on this case about this kid mm-hmm. with nobody ever reading about the case or even the con you know you know what i mean like I that's what i'm yeah, saying i feel like that is honestly so common in society like that's mm-hmm. like one situation but that happens like all the time because people just mindlessly take information and like pass it on mm-hmm. and like so many things get like lost and people don't care enough to do their own research so they mm-hmm. kind of just take whatever's given to them and yeah even like i'm pretty sure like starbucks like the amount of people who say starbucks is not very good and the amount of people who go there you know <laughs> so it's like it's just guys, yeah. guys. she <laughs> no, stared at me too. and i was I like hey well. like, it's not my favorite it's like nearby but yeah no just people just are sheep honestly i agree, and, I agree. yeah no but like for, for for what chester said like he said he got his information through twitter yeah, yeah. Like, okay but like i'm gonna just say twitter's for a lot more older people what like older th- like <laughs> what the fuck did you like call me no because you know how tiktok because <laughs> you know how tiktok is like you know like younger audiences right okay sure because i also um on tiktok saw the written house um so you just burden. told everyone you're 16 that's good <laughs> i'm just kidding yeah guys i'm 16 in a you're 25 a, you're year old 16 body. year old girl yeah yeah sorry sorry my deep voice no but on tiktok everybody's with the kid everybody's on his side everybody's just like this lawyer is dumb why are they asking the dumbest questions ever mm-hmm. but then I, it, I think it's just funny how you said through twitter everybody was attacking him mm-hmm. and that's just it's just like to me it's the difference in audiences and how we all take our information differently. Oh yeah, and I mean, then how Twitter's attacking the um the kid for you know self defense, but then TikTok is attacking the lawyer for stupidity. I mean that's the thing is like <laughs> it's so it's so crazy how society's like this little fucking little little robot. You know what I mean? And it's like if we can't get this guy in fucking jail, then fuck the lawyer and then fuck the judge and then yeah. fuck his kids. You know so like. When he mm-hmm. was, when the verdict came out, everyone attacked the judge. Everyone attacked the lawyer. Everyone, they just started spreading that hate. You know what I mean? And so I'm saying, so what justice does that come? Where is the justice in going after these people? You trust the justice system. You participate in it. You're living in the United States. Fucking deal with it. You want to change? Make it the right way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like... I think we've talked about this before but the black, with Black Lives Matter, right? I totally support that black lives do matter. But when I'm, what I say is that the movement itself is so disorganized and it's not con, cons, you know, um, consistent in its message. You know, one guy in fucking Kentucky is talking about, let's, you know what I mean, blah, 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 this and that. And in another place is robbing places and stores. I'm not saying that it, it was, but it, you know what I mean, that they were attached to the Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. But they're using that message to rob these stores or break into these stores and stuff yeah. like that. So I say the message is not consistent all around. And then another part is, I'll ask you this, uh, and nobody else answer, <laughs> right? <laughs> Steph, Steph. Okay. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what was? What did the Black Lives Matter movement ask for specifically? What did they ask for? Um. Mm. What I think they asked for, or what they asked for. What did they? What did they ask for? 
I I don't know. What were they? What was their protest for? I kind of interpreted it in my own way. So sure. I, I don't have. Okay. Well, I think it was like publicity is the bad word, but that's what I'm talking about too. Mm express how um like difficult it is for them because i learned a lot about like the struggles in the black community when that whole movement was happening mm-hmm. so i had more of like um you know i was more informed uh from it and it got a lot it made a lot of people do more research it, it was like publicity that's not the word but you uh, if anyone has a synonym for like publicity promotions like, per- like 80% discount on books on black lives wow. matter yeah, 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 yeah. but like just to share like i think they reached a pretty large amount of people so it was it was a um to express that to inform people to educate people so that like they awareness. can yeah awareness mm. oh my gosh not publicity awareness that's mm. the word thank you Dude, that was, <laughs> it was really, it was on my mind. Okay, God, I'm yeah. so old now. To create, <laughs> to create awareness for that community. And only when you can understand that to an extent, you can really like appreciate or like break a barrier to help, you know, um, get rid of that racial barrier, basically. So I think it was like to create awareness of the struggles to be able to help the community like come together for equality okay you know yeah, yeah. so then let me, i'll ask you this then okay so the awareness been made okay now we all are aware of it what are they asking for now um just like to l- be you know what, what i'll say is this look at uh, martin luther king jr there is literally there were literal systematical things that mm-hmm. did inhibit black lives in in many cases Voting rights, segregation, Jim Crow law, education. So a lot of these areas have been systematically meant to, you know, um, so they have a goal in mind. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To to disrupt that. Yeah. But um, uh, the thing is, is you see that and you understand that that's all they wanted. You know, you understood the movement was that. Yeah. Right. Martin Luther King Jr. was voting was the rights for to be treated equally, not only as a man in society, but also as, you know what I mean, as in the law, right? Yeah. In the law. Now, you look at, um, you look at, uh, you know, women's rights during the 19s, 1900s. Suffrage. Suffrage, right, the women's suffrage movement. They just wanted the right to vote. You get that. Yeah. We get that. So right now, where is, where is the movement's pinpointed uh, what are they looking for? Like an end goal. Like yeah. What are their What is their objective? Li- you know, legally, because you can as much awareness as you can. Nothing's going to change if it if you really think there is a systematical thing against black people, right? Um, but you got to be able to pinpoint it, bring awareness to it, and then be able to say this is how we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. This is how yeah. we're going to do it. So you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So tell me where in Black Lives Matter. Can I cut in? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So I actually learned this in my um. I believe it's my political science okay. um, class. Sure. So basically, America is built on racism. That is why we can't change a lot of things, because we're going to have to break down America and build it back up again. Okay. But that takes a long time. That takes a lot of you know, legal actions, and ta- that just takes way too much effort, essentially. Because yeah. back in the days, do you want to know who were cops? Only white people, only white men. Yes. Every white man in the country mm. was considered a cop. 
because they were allowed to beat black people. Mm-hmm. They were allowed to control them, you know, tell them what to do. They were second class citizens. Yeah, they were not even citizens. Oh, well, they like, were yeah. less than. They're yeah. like animals, basically, even objects. But property, property. Property, yeah. yeah so, property. you know, like America, the whole cop, like the police, um, what's the whole thing called? Like, 12. No, I have no idea. Let's just say, like, the, the whole police in general. Okay, the police is, organization. Yeah, there general. we go. Or the whole organization of being a police is built on controlling black citizens. That is why we cannot have. Ooh, that's a long stretch. It's a long stretch, but it's also true. Okay. Because that's how it was built to be. Okay. I mean, a lot how has it, changed. How it was. Though. No, yeah, but, but a lot has changed, changed yeah. but yeah. not enough to stop hurting black people. I think it wasn't built for... No, Zai, it was. This is, like, actually true. <laughs> no. This is political okay. science. Zai, this is, like, re- okay, research okay. has been I, done. I Okay, okay. I will say, I can't back that up because I personally have not heard that before. Okay. I will say, though, mm-hmm. the um, the action of creating marijuana as a, cl- what is it, class one? Schedule drug? one. Schedule one. Schedule, Schedule one. one drug that is specifically targeting um, black people and to incarcerate them and take away... The right to vote like the modern jim crow that i can for sure say that is like yeah. mass, well, that's y- fucked up that you know where that came from that came from the nixon's era okay so my boy no so so when nixon was in office he decided no, so bad. <laughs> that's a joke yeah well cocaine started to become more rampant and it wasn't mm. until a case i think where a man on cocaine killed a girl um where he, nixon started to make a campaign against uh, you know drugs in general and you know i think there is house President, uh, presidential recordings of Nixon saying that we got to clean the streets. Ooh. And what he meant was, you know, oh, yeah. black people in black communities. And so he says, okay, well, what we'll do is we'll call it the war on drugs. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, so the war on drugs started with Nixon's era, and he began, you know, when you hear war on drugs, you think we're going to go outside of the United States and start killing some Mexicans, you know? <laughs> Okay, wow, Jason. Wow. Wait, Mexican cartels. Mexican cartels. I'm sorry. But you know what I'm saying, right? You don't, when you see, when you hear war, it's not internal. You know, you hear war, you're like, oh, it's going to be outside. It's going to be somewhere. Because it is coming from somewhere else. It's coming from somewhere else. And there's probably micro labs that are in the United States, but not enough to feed the entire United States full of drugs. So it's coming from somewhere, right? Cuba, wherever. So you think that we're going to go out there and start shooting you know, sorry, you know, Hail Mary passing bombs over there with, you know, Cuba. But no, what we did was, like you said, we went in the streets, we started cleaning up people. And we incarcerated 212, something around that number, 200,000 plus that year alone. Drugs just happened to be the scapegoat. Yeah, yeah oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. But as, as, as our society and as our culture changes towards accepting drugs like that, even microdosaging is becoming legal. You know, it's in Washington, Seattle, and uh, also in Oregon. So it's becoming a lot more common for those kind of drugs to become off the schedule drugs. Because system. the drugs are not the problem. Mm. Yes, it's you're right. It's important to know that oh, drugs absolutely. are not the problem. It's the reason why you do the drugs. Exactly. Yes. It's the person, yeah. not the drugs. Yeah. People need to understand that. Yeah. But other than that, like you, you see what I'm saying is like we're, we're at least with consistency towards the message of Black Lives Matter is that I get the awareness. I understand that. I mean, you look at the 19... 1998 riots of LA you know obviously that verdict I don't know if you're familiar with that Rodney King okay so Rodney King was uh, pulled over for allegedly drunk driving 
He then, uh, I think a, a cameraman who was adjacent to the road seeing him with this cop, there's video of this man being beaten by eight black, uh, eight, oh, eight officers, eight white officers with their batons, and they were beating him to nearly death, right? So the video was sent to a court in LA, and a civil suit was made to sue the cop and put them, not to sue the cop, but put the cops in jail, okay? The verdict hanged on, it was a hang verdict, hung verdict. Because they said that, uh, well, it, it later was argued to, it was appealed, sorry. Anyways, the verdict was guilty, okay? First verdict was guilty. Then the lawyer appealed that case, and he said it was a hung jury, and they were going, why? Because all of those people were in L.A., and they saw that video. So they are biased. So they were like, okay, so where do we go then? So they moved the case northern California in a small community, majority white. Guess what the verdict was? Not get guilty on all charges. Holy fuck. They, they, they got their job back. And in 1998, there was a large riot. It's called the LA riots, 1998. Yeah. And so you see videos, there's helicopter videos of a truck driver, a white truck driver being pulled out of a car and men just beating him up, black men just beating him up. And then after that, throwing a brick at his head and he was bleeding out right there on the street. And it showcased L.A. in its most terrible, terrible moments. But that wasn't the only L.A. riot, by the way, guys. Don't get, don't get me wrong. There's been riots before in 1998 and still to this day. So don't get me wrong. There's been there. But that's what I'm getting at. It's like when we, when we talk about that and we talk about Black Lives Matter, I just, I just wish I understood what you know, legal actions they want to be taking because I'll support it. I'll I support understand it. what you're yeah. saying. I'll support it. I truly do. Yeah. But then there is a part of me that's just like, beat them with their own medicine which is misinformation no literally what? just beating up white people oh you talk well like like i i know that's so wrong yeah. like that's <laughs> as, a, as a future lawyer <laughs> no like yes. that's mentally and morally wrong yes but a lot of people don't listen until they get hurt that is true that is a true. lot of people don't even understand until they get hurt and like that's what's wrong like we could you know try to teach them that this shit happens but they're not going to learn until they actually experience it themselves. Yeah, I think the struggle for, like, black people with that is that they're already seen as... As that, yeah. Yeah, so it's, like, backtracking versus they're trying to create this, like, you know, image that, like, treat us equally. Like, we're, we're people, you too. And mm -hmm. that kind of, like, goes back on, yeah. So I feel like, yeah, if they definitely had some kind of law, some kind of, like, like clay and goal to work with, they mm -hmm. would definitely have more change... Mm. when it comes to that oh absolutely yeah, yeah there's just like no specifics on what they there want isn't. i yeah. mean what it, it but in the, the other case too i understand why there isn't something so specific because it's so hard to wrap your head around that i i'm treated differently because i'm a certain color that's bizarre to me right me me personally right okay, i was gonna say what right so like it's super bizarre to treat someone else differently because of their color yeah. or ethnic yeah, or race I agree, yeah. because you know yeah. what i mean so like I understand why it's so bizarre. The message comes out so bizarre too, because it's not something, it's not something that should even exist, yeah. really, right? Because well, like, have you experienced it yourself? Me, racism? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Like towards directly towards you? Yes, okay. I went to Oklahoma and for a family reunion. And you still can't understand why that well, exists. Well, here's what I'll say: is I understand 
I don't understand why it exists oh, okay. now. Now in the most modern informa- you know, informational stage. I don't understand that. When information is so prevalent and available to you, you, know, you get to be able to make up different ideas about things. So why racism is such an interesting thing is in concept where my, my, and by the way, race has nothing to do with ethnicity. That is totally different, right? Yes. Race is only about pig- pigmentation and um, physical form. That is the only thing race identifies. It never identifies culture or ethnicity, okay? So wh- that's what I'm saying is like where we, or not we, or Americans, most Americans, or some, some Americans, where they use race to identify the ethnicity. That is bizarre to me. Because I've met some, you know, people that look Asian, but they've, they're like, you know, Samoan. They do the Samoan culture. They do the Samoan things. They do. So I, I, I say, oh, wow. Then there's, in my mind, I'm like, that's fucking amazing, right? So never judge a book by its cover is what the saying is, right? So like. But you understand that it does exist. But I understand. I'm not yet. Yeah, I okay. understand it does exist. But I'm gonna say, you, you know just why? Said doesn't exist, guys. No, it does exist. And the reason is because it's culture. It's culture based. Societies and ideas like that only work in a small set of fragmented cultures. And there's a large body of groups that are identified with that culture. You know what I'm saying? And so like that, as long as that culture exists, so too does the generation after it will, right? I grow up, I'm racist, my son, I'm gonna teach him how to be racist. And we're, it's a culture, it's a thing that we do. It's tradition, baby, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's tradition, it's baby. tradition, baby. You know what I'm saying? I understand what you're saying, especially like with another thing. Um, stop beating your children, guys. That's also okay. another thing because oh. that also does incorporate racism into it. Because why? Oh. People who are of not white, because white people don't beat their children. It's like not a thing to them. Not, not I feel like, most, like not you most know. of them. Like usually yeah, yeah. they're like just like, oh, I love my child. You know. This yeah, and that, yeah. like they're not actively stop doing that, stop yeah. doing this. There's or, like it's white people are like the laissez-faire kind of like yeah, like lifestyle <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Parents, yeah, you know? but like with Go like you know PLCs, people of color, they're hit, they are abused by their own parents, and that incorporates racism and internalized racism, and even you know internalized anything, because especially this is gonna sound so bad, but I'm gonna say it anyway because it needs to be said. Black people who hit their own children is only only ever going to add to the fact that racism is prevalent. Ooh. Why? Because as a, black, as a black parent, if you hit your own child, I can say this because I'm an Asian. You know, I also... <laughs> no! You're like, oh my racism God. doesn't exist. I'm on the spectrum. Can, I'm on the spectrum. I'm on the spectrum, I I'm on the spectrum guys. I have some sort of right because oh. my parents oh. beat me. But you know, Fair enough. if okay. if a black parent beats a you know their own children, mm-hmm. and then they go out into public, obviously they're gonna expect to get hit. They're gonna get, expect that hate is gonna go towards them. Mm-hmm. They're gonna expect these things, and then that's gonna only diminish their own character and make them less than a person because they don't believe they have the right to be, you know, served correctly and I, served yeah, right. Yeah, and if uh, the society. Like already that line of like racism in society is like it's adding to that too. It is, yeah. You, yeah, growing up, you're gonna no matter what kind of way you're ra- you're raised, you're gonna expect similar treatment because that's what you're used yeah. to. That's what you know. Like for me, because I was raised getting hit all the time. Jeez. You know, I was raised to hate a lot of things. I still do. I have self internalized racism, 
self-internalized homophobia, I hate a lot of gay people. I hate a lot of Asians. Well, I used to, but now I'm getting better. You know, I'm getting more to the fact that Mm -hmm. everyone is different. You know, we're all individuals and I need to love them and they need to love me back. You know, like we're all the same. But like, there's still a part of me where I'm just like, why are gay people like this? Or why do Asians do this and do that? Or like, that's disgusting. And then, you know, there's the white man's whore. But, um, you know, it's like a thing that happens from childhood birth, from being a baby. And like, mm-hmm. the act of hitting your child is not discipline. You are lying to yourself if you call hitting your child discipline. Uh, that is abuse. Yeah. And you do need to understand that it's abuse because... Discipline your child by hitting them? That is the most dumbest thing I've ever heard. You discipline your child by talking to them. Or like, you can take away their phone and their tablet too, but that's only going to make it worse. You know, because I've been through it. When my mom asked, you know, took my phone away and my stuff away, I hated my mom. That's what's going to happen when you do these things to your children. They're only going to hate who you are. And as if they hate their own parental figure, my mom is Asian. I'm going to hate Asians, you know? Or if my mm. mom is black, I'm going to hate the black people because, oh, this person who is this person hit me. Yeah. They hurt me. They made me feel this way. And now I don't feel safe around that. I, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's definitely like what you're used, like what you grew up, grow up being used to, because um, I used to be like in like a little bit like sexist kind of just because like that's how my mother raised me exactly and so it took me a long time to actually like get out of it yeah and that's why it's like i've like been conflicted of like what being feminine and masculine is that's why it's like i feel like i'm in the middle somewhere because like i know for a fact my mom wanted like boys and she would like make you more masculine yeah and so for for a while it was it's so weird because i like I wanted to be feminine to like embrace that but I wasn't sure if I like wanted like to love a girl or like love being a girl or just like embracing femininity femininity or being a guy and liking a girl so it's like a lot of like confliction confliction and then like growing being put out into the world getting used to like that kind of attitude and the things that my mother taught me and how the world will perceive me as like being not not being loved or like you have to act masculine to be like seen at all it's like interesting it's it's fucked up and so like the people who are of color and then they they kind of like say those like racist things to their own children they're going to expect this a similar thing going out into the world and it's very scary it's very terrifying you have to find your own identity out there and it's messed up because parents should not do that parents should understand who you are and protect you from ultimately growing into adult everyone should embrace being a kid for at least like for a, a large portion yeah. of their life if they can but what, what do you think about that Steph? i okay so more in that situation for both of it like with your parents like how you grew up it's less of a race thing in your situation more because, okay, well, I'm just going to give, like, a scenario on, like, base, like racism in general, like, mm. my experience. Because I grew up in a very, like, diverse, mostly um, black and, like, Indian population, kind of. Um, yeah, there's very few, like, white people back home. So it was intimidating, like, coming out. You know, you didn't know what to expect coming out to the States. But as I was growing up, like, before they taught us about slavery 
and about races, I didn't realize that I didn't even see a difference in race until we were taught that. And then I came home and I was like, oh, I have different hair to like other people. And that's like years in when I was like 12, 13 years old. I'm like, oh, I look different, you know. So I think Mm -hmm. in a sense to say um, my true like what I believe to abolish like racism in general is more of teaching from young that, oh, it doesn't matter. Not like, oh, this is the difference X, Y, Z. Yeah, why does that person look like that? Oh, because they grew up like that. Don't think twice about it. And then we'll truly be able to live in like a society where, you know, we're all that. Versus getting like hit or like the way, those are more like views, I would say. I don't think it has much to do like with race, if we're going Mm -hmm. back to that. Um, And more of how people act. And the way you, and it was actually funny, like when you separated, you were like, oh, white people don't really hit their children versus black people hit their children. Like, why is that? the case and is that racist in general like why like mm. like separating because that's not a cult i mean would that be considered like culture like why yeah yeah absolutely. in a way it can yeah in a way it can be translated to yeah. culture so, but I, through what I, I i totally agree uh um, yeah with what you're saying because so what you're right is that we were taught at a young age that race does matter yeah exactly. we're taught at a young age that mm. because you know it was black people that were in you know and white people that was the distinction when in reality they were just french and london you know englishmen englishmen right so the thing is is like oh man i I, that that definitely can i add something real quick yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. also this is gonna be a little controversial okay oh yeah but i think teaching people about slavery Mm -hmm. is creating more hate and continuing like the issue with racism and i it's like a huge thing that happened and it was like a a huge like um uh oh i forgot the word left my head but um i don't know it like explains society now and like history in general like ah it's it's hard but i noticed how many people felt like enraged by it in my class when we were learning about that and how it it grew it like promoted that racism in a sense so now it's like black people hate white people because of slavery yeah and like Mm -hmm. yes it happened and it was terrible but it's like it needs to be resolved in order to truly have like peace with like all races like forgiveness yeah instead because if not they're gonna want to like be superior right then the white people yeah yeah, and that's like a whole other race that creates more problems exactly so yeah there's like that line between like history and now that slavery i don't know if slavery is something you should if you wanted to learn in history and it shouldn't be like mandatory because like we mandatory have to learn that in schools you know what i mean they like put that information like everyone i don't know i i think that created like it, it separated a lot of people when we like learned about it that's how i feel so yeah controversial kind of like but should it the be education taught? system yeah. teaches you hate literally from that's early how age felt, and that's why we had this hate towards yeah. a lot of others yeah they definitely at least like the perspective needs to change yeah like, like we don't yeah, we don't need to promote the hate that yeah. it it gave we just need to promote the the problems yeah but then to show that it's over you know yeah. slavery doesn't exist in america anymore yeah well well yeah. in a way in a way <laughs> well, in a way well, yeah but like you know but like yeah. it's not directed towards black people anymore mm-hmm. so that they can stop 
having this continuous hate relationship with each other. Yeah. And yeah. that which and causes like, more problems. Races, like, so yeah, like, there's a lot about, more than yeah, just black and white that have these problems. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Like so. a lot of races or cultures have their own types of slaves. Mm-hmm. Like it's important to know that black people were not the only slaves on the planet. And a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. And that hurts me because I'm over here like, so are you just undermining how all Asian countries work where the blacker people because they worked out in the sun, not mm-hmm. because they were black, but because they got tan through the sun and the UV rays, how they were out in the fields considered that nation slave, you know, not because they were black, just because they worked out into the fields. That's why mm-hmm. they were slaves. Yeah. You know, wow. it's also important to know. I'm sorry, but black people, it's not all about you. It really isn't. And you need to know that because well, that's what it sounds like to me when they do these types of things. Well, let, let, to be fair, what I'll say is like you're in, on your point, right? Um, you look at like history, you're right. Black people weren't the only slaves back then. We had, um, uh, you know, like in the industrial age, we had Chinese people, we had Asian people, but they made a movement, they made their things. But you don't see them going out, mm-hmm. marching it out, mm-hmm. you know. But they're also treated fairly, especially during COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You look at oh, COVID nineteen; yeah. oh, they yeah. were they were the t- most targeted people they ever. Were the most targeted. They were beaten up for just being Asian, physically looking like an Asian, regardless of not yeah. if they were Asian or not, yeah. or Chinese of yeah. descent, because you know there's Vietnamese, there's all these yeah. other Asians. So, but you do not see a march out or a large group mm-hmm. of bodies of you know what I mean, hatred towards white people. It's just that they under. I believe that it's it's culture. It has to be culture based mm-hmm. because you're right in the sense of the historical part of whether or not we were taught at a young age. There has to be this sense of reparation, repa- you know, the reparation. Mm-hmm. And so as we go through the generations, our our storytelling is important culturally. So what what's the story that our grand our grandfather or grandmother is going to be telling us? And our stories is always going to be different dependent on our culture and our perspective on it. So you look at a black community and you say, well, what's the story that they pass down? They always talk about the trials and tribulations. They're always going to talk about the unfairness. They're always going to talk about these things. So how often do we talk about something where you made it out alive and there were successes in those stories? You look at like Little Wayne. You look at you look at football, majority black. You Kendrick. look at yes, you look at Kendrick Lamar. You look at a lot of these people who made it to be millionaires and billionaires, right? You know, Obama. Al Sharpton, Obama becoming the first black president. Yes, that was a victory, not just for the black people, but for everybody, because mm, now that definitely. was a great movement towards political change. Mm. But that's what I'm saying is that they're focusing, I think, too heavily on, the, on, on resentment and reparations for things that have happened two centuries ago. Now, there are unfairness things that can be redone currently. Like recently in Florida, a home that was owned by a white uh, trust was finally returned back to the black family. And that's, right, and it was all over the news and it was on Netflix, it was just such a wonderful thing. But that's the progress and movement that happened. But what I'm saying is like, uh, like that resentment, that forgiveness that needs to happen. And that needs to happen from the generations before us because that needs, because the storytelling that you're going to tell your grandchildren and your children after that are only going to feed more into the idea that you're going to be a victim mm-hmm. of a system before you even participate in it. Yeah. And that is when you start victimizing yourself in a, in a sense that you are going to be, and, and then you're going to go out there and look any type of, any way, any, any moment where I'm going to be looked at differently, that's a moment where I'm going to identify as yeah. unfairness. Yeah. I mean, granted, it is like the odds are not 
very like fair right. either because our culture specifically targets people or black people in our in america they specifically target them to put them in poor situations and just take any opportunity to mm. get at them but i think yeah it is important not to like look at it or take that as like a vic in a victim way but more of like dude i don't even know because I, I i'm not in it i'm not in it and i like that it just it would suck to be in it but i mean yeah all i'm gonna say is like our culture is very much designed to bash yeah. black people and mm -hmm. put them in these situations and yeah i don't know so it's 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 different it's difficult because yeah. it's like there's not a lot of programs that are like made to combat these yeah mm -hmm. and make them um you know have a fair equal chance so yeah culture does play a lot yeah. a big role actually because mm -hmm. for the asian culture you know we ninjas am i part of this hold on i need to think in a way <laughs> we like to you know separate ourselves from the american ideology which is you know individual individuality but for like absolutely yeah but for asian culture it's all about family it's all about the betterment of everyone around you you know and that's why that's why i don't that's why i believe that the asian um, community you know in america doesn't go out and attack white people yeah. you know for hating on them instead they show progress mm -hmm. they show the same way yeah, it's like, yeah they show progress through their work you know through how they are mm -hmm. which makes their whole community become better you know yeah. we have simu liu making asians hotter again we have you know you know i know a lot of people who are asian but i forgot their names <laughs> <laughs> but we have like you know smart asian people who are getting better in the in in, the, in industries mm -hmm. they're getting smarter you know they're showing you know people that this is what we can offer so stop mm -hmm. you know like yeah. we can give you this all we need for you is to just stop giving us that mm -hmm. you know and that's why like the asian cultures are just more more progressive if anything than a lot of other movements because of how they take it you know yeah. mm -hmm. they and take I it a completely different way i think also focus i think yeah their focus, focus and is, drive is, right. yeah it's not it's not towards the hatred yeah they understand yeah. that there's hatred it's just that i think they focus on whether or not you know where we're gonna go is gonna solve me or make me better right because for, i'm gonna say this yeah in the asian culture the only hatred that you get is from other asians, asians yeah. <laughs> so our drive is just to be better than other asians we don't care about other races we just want to be better than that asian because that's my mom's friend whose child is better than me so i need to give it to that so that my mom can love me you know yeah. it's like that mentality yeah. i mean yeah yeah like i feel like the mentality of um black versus white is like there it's like it was meant to be at, at each other's throats from the beginning which is super disappointing because mm -hmm. it's like mm -hmm. Yeah, that's not everyone's focus is like towards like the polar opposite, but it's like you know, you're not like it's just it's so fu it's it's just messed up. Yeah. It's built on hatred and like mm -hmm. being like who can like one up the other in like a very like hateful hateful way. So I don't know. I it, it I don't know. It's horrible to be in it. Yeah, there's just like, like teaching opposition from for literally no reason. Yeah. Like we don't need to tell people that this happened. Yeah, we really don't. And another thing that I do want to say about the black community, stop hating black people who were grown up in a white household. You know, mm. like stop p hating Just black people yeah. who weren't mm -hmm. raised in the hood. Mm -hmm. 
stop hating black people who left the hood. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Support each other. I, I don't understand why you hate your own people. Mm-hmm. Like, Isn't how that the reason you want? Yeah, yeah like yeah. that you want yeah. them to get better. Right. So why are you getting mad at them for getting better? Yeah, I swear what? it's the same thing. It's like the the parents be like, yeah, like it's the same situation. Racism, it's the literal same situation. And they're like, oh, look at you with your big house and your nice cars yeah. and your happy family. And they're just like, what about us? It's like, they didn't leave you, sir. <laughs> they're yeah. literally just making themselves better. Yeah. They didn't denounce the whole black yeah. community. You can't help anyone else until you help yourself. Boom. Yeah. Oh. Exactly. Amen. Yeah. Amen oh my to gosh. Yeah, that's the thing too, is like, because um, I was going to go off of what you were saying too, Stephanie, yeah. was, and, and that's a good point too, Jay, is that um, when we, I think we should abolish the idea of racism. Yeah. Race mm-hmm. in race, general. Yeah. Because the idea is that it's supposed to, it was meant for us to understand that there are people that look different, simply stated, right? X and Y, Z, right? We look different, we structure different, why do we do that? We have different pigmentations, blah, 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 blah. But my thing is, is like, we, I, we get rid of that, and sooner or later, we are just gonna think, because there was an interview with Morgan Freeman, and he goes, how do you think you're gonna end racism? That's a really, really harsh question to ask <laughs> fucking Morgan Freeman. And he goes, simple, I'm not gonna call you a white man. And you're not going to call me a black man. I'm just going to call you by your name. And I there it goes. Yeah. And I'm I like, like that too. <laughs> <laughs> but too. it's not to say that it's not to say that I'm not going to accept your ethnicity, right? And your culture, right? I'm not going to. I'm not saying I'm not going to recognize that. I'm just not going to assume, right, what you are. And I'm right. not going to go off of past information for me to be able to make that assumption. I'm just going to say your name and you go ahead and tell me what you are. Right? Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. But yes, that is that is true because you know and especially for leaving the the hood and you know there's a lot of people that hate people that live that they leave the hood. It's like, "Oh, he's a big baller now." You know blah blah blah. You know Dave Chappelle. So he was uh there's a skit he does. He goes, "The the hood has embraced me." But uh I'm going to be honest, guys. I never lived in the hood. <laughs> 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 but everyone thought I did. So um, I'm just not going to say anything. <laughs> wow. I'm just going to let them embrace me. I like the abolish slavery thing that Steph said. Uh, but. Great things came out of slavery, by the way. Yeah, they did. A lot of things did. Like, yeah. we can't lie about that. We, you oh, yeah. literally can't. Like, that's fact. The pyramids, you know, the things happen. Temples. That oh, yeah. made yeah. slavery a little all of good. America. Just very morally wrong. Yes. Just morally wrong, but you know, no, economically yeah. progressive. Yeah, the, Mon- you know? the Chinese wall. The yeah. wall of China. But like for this abolished slavery thing, I like the idea. I just don't what? think that the way others would do it is right. Like you can't just denounce race right away. You know what I mean? Like, there should be, like, a slow change of pace. So, for example, when people, you know, look at a case or, like, a a crime, what is the first question that pops in the head? Oh, it's racist. I don't think you should do that. I think that should, like, instead of a first question asked type of thing, it should be, like, third question asked type of thing. You know, like, it shouldn't have the amount of importance that it does right now. Like, and then, or assuming that it is just racist. Yeah, like like people that think like that. But like, 
as we make it less and less important, then we can just abolish it altogether. If that makes sense. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, because you can't just denounce it right away. Well, yeah, of course, it's probably, impossible. Well, yeah, if you do that, there's going to be there's going to be opposition to the change that you make, even even if you make it immediately or in slow changing. But the ones that last longest are the ones that stick stick to the younger generations. So I think as long as you can get the buy-in of the younger generations to be like, yeah, I, I like that idea. Hey, Johnny. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then the old people die out. Yeah. But that's the thing is like, and there's also sciences, there's uh, social sciences that go out and study these things that go ahead and study even just names, how you identify a name to a race, mm -hmm. you know, the connections that you make through that in your bias ideas, right? You see, you hear a word, you hear a name like Tyrone, what do you imagine? Black. The penguin from uh, Backyard Again. But he was portrayed black. Yes, Wait. he was oh, portrayed. Oh. Yeah, he was portrayed black. Wait, Tyrone is the moose? No, 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 no. Pablo, Pablo is the penguin. Why are we talking? Tyrone about? is the moose. Oh Gotta get the record straight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. But you see what I'm saying is that we're that you're right. It's gonna take a while for us to get past that. But yeah. I do think that, um, I think it's less about removing racism entirely, but accepting that race exists, but it's not a factor. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'll say. Accepting that race exists, but it's not a factor into the way that you play in and how you participate in a society. Because if that's the case, then, you know what I mean? Like, comedy's going to suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But, like, we do have, we do have, like, hate crime laws. <laughs> like, we do have hate crime laws, though, that specifically deal with, like, race. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think we should abolish them just yet. But no, maybe I mean, in the future. <laughs> if someone's doing something racist... Mm -hmm. That shouldn't be like overlooked. Like, oh, we're trying well, to get yeah. Obviously, racism. it should be overlooked. But like, yeah. if we abolish racism, then that would make that whole argument mean nothing. Well, I don't. I think for as long as people are different looking from each other, which will be forever, there's n you can't really get rid of it at a base level. There are gonna just be those people that are like, I don't know, associating either their prior experiences or just their because it does exist yeah yeah because we are different we can't just yeah say everyone's white it's just not gonna work I mean, out you know yeah. I, I identify all right guys i'm heading out <laughs> <laughs> i um, yeah the one thing i think is really weird is like when especially i only see it like uh like white people that aren't really associated with like a culture or you know like they fetishize uh, another culture and I think the most I mean like you see like weeaboos and koreaboos and stuff but I nothing is more like cringy and like oh inducing than like people fetishizing like a white person fetishizing trying to be black and like oh I think that what was it what was like her name self-inclusion of the culture yeah, 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 yeah. oh yeah. whoa Vicky whoa Vicky whoa, yeah, Vicky. yeah, 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 yeah that yeah. was that was cringy do you know about that stuff I do not it was this girl that was like she um is she took a dna test or something found out she was like 0.1 percent black and then it, it's oh. decided that was her whole personality she, she completely changed everything yeah. about her to match the the black yeah and quotation she, mark black uh, agenda yeah and she would like would do raps and stuff was, yeah. she was man it was she, was, she, went, she went crazy it with it yeah. mm -hmm. but that's the thing is like okay so on that topic right uh, we know now that there's a separation between race and culture. Mm -hmm. Is there anything wrong with a white person learning the culture of black? Oh, no. No, of course, of course not. not. Okay. And assimilating that and identifying that. 
Because you look at Logic, mm-hmm. right? Logic is white, but he was from the hood, right? Mm-hmm. And Eminem too. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of these white rappers. So you know, people always ask him, "Do you say the N word?" You know, Iga? Well, you say Iga? Do you say it? You know what I mean? <laughs> but the thing is, like, do you say that? And he goes, yes, because that's just how we say it. That's how we talk. That's mm-hmm. the culture. It's a, it's a dialect. It's mm-hmm. part of the, it's part of the, you know, the identity. And so... Most I, can I... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Ask a question. Sure. Okay, this is kind of hot, and I even have, like, conflicted views on it. But what do you... How do you feel about the N-word? And do you think it, like, promotes... Oh, I don't want to say that because that puts my my uh, perception of the word in. Okay, so what? Just before I say anything, what do you think of the N word, and do you think that it should be only said within a black community? Why? Huh? No, my my question would be why to that question because my answer to your question would be why. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Way to make it more confusing. Because here's the thing: okay. it's, like, it's 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 this idea that a word is only. Um, is very is only protected for a small group. Yeah, I think that word carries a lot of separation, in a sense. Like I think the word carries within it slavery mm-hmm. and race. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, I because like I I've looked into it. You know, I'm like okay, well why. Why do people want to like keep it? And they're like, oh well, because like in, during slavery, you know, the whites would call them like something close to like Negroes. You know yes. what I mean? And yeah. then it kind of like mm-hmm. changed into the that word within them within themselves. the community. Yes. Yeah. It so it's like a way to like deal with that. And it's like, I, I feel like it's causing like separation. So I personally wouldn't judge anyone for using it, and I would never use it myself. But I'm like, should it? you know what i mean like keeping it within no i understand yeah, i understand yeah, yeah. keeping yeah, yeah, yeah. it within like that community is like causing separation on its own it so is. only a, only a certain group can say it versus in, in, versus you know. yeah i don't think anyone should say it because like obviously there's like back like you know Backlash. there's there's hurt, hurt yeah if you call somebody like that unless it's like a made the the definition of the word is changed you know what i mean um, no, okay. Here's the thing. Yeah, you know what the definition say, for the like, word mm-hmm. changes all the time. That's what's wrong with it because, you know, like let's say five years ago, everyone was saying the N word. Everyone, you know, mm-hmm. you, you see, we see random people on the streets. What's up, ma? You know, yeah. They say things like that or, ha, you nit, you know. Mm-hmm. And then like now, you can't even say that. So like the definition for the N word changes as time goes on, and that's like. Unless we stick to a certain um, meaning towards it, we can't really do anything with the word. Well, uh, okay, I think um, I think it's either like like all all words are okay or none of them. Like for especially for curse words, it's either all are okay or none. Because by making the n word so like exclusive, that's giving it more power. Yeah. So I I don't think there's like anything wrong with it. And I feel like the more that you use something, mm-hmm. it's like you give it less power because you're just like, oh, okay, this is like It becomes whatever. natural. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And it doesn't become like this like I like unattainable, like oh so wrong, so so bad kind of mm-hmm. kind of word. It's like, oh it's like saying, I don't know, 
like I, any type of cuss words that we use like at the at the podcast all the time it's like it's just casual mm-hmm. so I, I think like using it gives it less power but yeah I don't know it's just, it depends on context of course too and how you use it because there are like racist ways you can use it but yeah like going down the street and stuff back when the internet wasn't so sensitive that was totally fine yeah. like people said that on like YouTube and stuff yeah. before everyone was like oh that's it's so wrong now it's like it's meant to only be like racist like yeah the definition will change over time that's how language works mm-hmm. but giving it that power that's that's just stupid I think that's really dumb yeah, you I mean you look at like a uh, rich chigga he changed his name to Rich Brian because of that. because of that. Was, yeah. But that's the thing is like mm-hmm. that that just shows the sensitivity of uh, and the education of a system. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think for me it's like for the N-word, especially for me being Polynesian, I'm not very uh, I'm friendly with all races because I don't give a fuck. It's about who you are and how you act with me. That's what I care about. Right? And who you act around other people. So if you if you act up and you're not a really cool person to be around, I don't want to be around you. Simple as that. I'm not even going to second guess that, right? But the thing is, is that, like, every, like you guys are all saying, is that you're giving it power by, by valuing it in a certain, in a different way. Yeah. And I think, yes, absolutely. For me, a word is a word. No matter what it is, it's a word. The definition may have something behind it, but at the end of the day, you get to define whether or not it's going to affect you or not, mm. right? So, because you look at cracker, cracker is a pronoun as well, mm. right? It's something that identifies with white people. There's but more you, than just cracker. Oh, there's oh, more yeah, than just oh, cracker. Yeah, yeah. But the reason why I bring up cracker is because the historical value towards slavery, cracker was called because that whips. was the sound the whips made when they were black people, right? So that's why crackers is, is that kind of connotation is the same thing with, with the N-word. But my thing is, is like, um, that has everything to do with more about uh, culture. And I think they're pulling that as, this is our culture. Yeah. You can't say it. You don't, you don't understand. You know, mm-hmm. Nobody wants to understand mm-hmm. then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you're going to make it that exclusive, then I don't want to even fucking try. Yeah. Right? Because that's the point about exclusivity is that that's what it does. It's supposed yeah. to really identify the separation between us. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's just that that line is so clear when it comes just to even a word. A fucking word, man. Yeah. And I know I have some black friends. And they don't care about that word. Mm-hmm. They don't give a fuck because they know they, they, they're not that person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're not in that time. Mm-hmm. They know that. They get it. They understand yeah. it. So, and like, okay, so then, it, and, and for your example, right? Context would matter then, okay? So context matters. Okay, I'm a comedian. Okay? I say the N word. I get away with it because what? I'm a comedian. But why should it just be only for comedians then? Mm-hmm. You see well, no, no, I mean, like, if. No, I'm saying, yeah, I'm, saying, yeah, yeah. I'm going with your, your yeah. idea there right. as the far meaning. as context. Yeah. Yeah. Context. Yeah, yeah. If, if context matters, I'm a comedian, I'm white, I say the N word on stage, I get away with it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just another person trying to make a joke or, you know, in, in a humorous sense, not mm-hmm. in a racist tone, not in a racist oh, direction, yeah. but I trying to do the same thing a comedian does as a joke, I get flack for it. It's not consistent in mm-hmm. that sense, right? And the way, way he gets it is because, oh, well, because he's a comedian. Well, what's a comedian do? He just tells a funny joke. I'm going to want to say a funny joke, too. Can I not say that? It's like, no, you can't because you're not a comedian. Who's for you to say that? <laughs> you're like, I'm funny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. But that's what I'm getting at is like only you know like that's the question I've always asked myself. Okay, so like comedians get away with it hard, hard most of the time, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes they get some people that really get sensitive about it and they yeah. fucking block. Mm-hmm. But but that's a that's a context where it's okay. Yeah. Socially, it's okay. Mm-hmm. But it's not socially okay for anyone else. Yeah, or like even saying it in song song lyrics and stuff. Yeah. yeah like saying, in yeah. on TikTok and stuff, it's right. like blurred out or like bleeped out, and it's like, what? Like. Why? So much segregation. Mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah. It's just, I don't know. I think it's stupid. They're either all okay or none. Also, like, for like, okay. what Chester said, where it's, it's like, inconsistency. where people yeah. say yeah. you don't understand. I get that that creates separ- separ- uh, separation when you say you just don't understand. But that you when they say that, it usually comes from a place of failure where mm-hmm. they tried to make people understand. And no matter how many times they tried, it just didn't work out. So here, here's then to my argument. To my argument to that is, we will never know. We could never know. So then it's then that's, that's what, also good. But, that, but that's what I'm saying is like, could you ever really tell? Like, no matter how much anybody tries to push an idea on you, especially when it comes to something like an experience, mm-hmm. could you ever really experience that? Well, if you can't, then that's completely fine. Right. But if you're gonna flame them for saying no, you no, don't no. understand, don't. That, that, that's wrong. No, I won't flame them for that, but yeah. do not expect people to truly understand. Yeah, and just don't that's expect someone who says you don't understand as a way to separate themselves. Of course, of course. That's, that's all I wanted to say. Yeah, yeah. And I think there's also a little bit of truth of like, yeah, what you say, they, we will never understand, but from where like they're coming from, it's like a lot of experiences that it truly, like you don't experience, you know, so you don't have that um, kind of like emotional connection to like a, like a scenario that might have happened to them. It's like shit. Like I felt that, you know, and then you there's somebody who like neglects that, and they're like, well, you you don't like literally speaking the <laughs> word, the meaning of the word. Like you don't understand in a sense. Yes. Yeah, I don't know about that. Because you can't fully comprehend it because their yeah, experiences are just, totally different. Yeah. Mm. Uh, no and matter you, what. You won't. Yeah. Com- yeah, you won't experience it. You won't. Yeah, what you were saying. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I don't think that anyone should project an idea that exp- that, that 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 understanding should be prevalently understood, because that is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely ridiculous. You know what I mean? It's like saying, um, "Oh, I went to uh, on an airplane and I, uh, you know, I experienced G four, so I know how it feels to be in space." Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> that is totally not the same. That's fucking the most Chester example I've ever heard of. <laughs> <laughs> Just whole space, guys. Yeah, but I love it because here's the, that's what I'm getting at: is it can never be the same unless you're out there. And even mm-hmm. if you're up there, that's the experience is solely your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody yeah, yeah. can. Everyone has to be able to see it through your eyes, um, in a way that you can explain it the best. But no matter what, they will never be able to experience it unless they do it themselves mm-hmm. or go through that same yeah, thing. Yeah. Exactly. There are situations that you can get into that are similar, but never are the experiences. I think so. No matter what, yeah. But um, to wrap it on a lighter note, um, it was your birthday, Zai. Oh, oh sheesh! Gosh. Oh gosh! Wow. Yeah. How did you, how was it? It was it was pretty cool. Mm. I mean, I I was telling yeah, I was telling Steph earlier and Jay like, oh my god, the video of me when when uh like the you know like two homemade like cakes yeah. and like everyone that I really really care about in a group setting like everyone looking at me 
there was videos taken, you know, when everyone's like, oh, happy birthday to like seeing the song and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. I looked so awkward and lo- I was. I felt super uncomfortable because it was like everyone looking at me. And so I was like sitting there, like just looking so fucking awkward. But I, I was just like, I didn't know how to act. I didn't, I genuinely don't know how to handle those situations where like people mm-hmm. are looking at looking at me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I was like, I look pretty awkward. And there was this one part where like, it didn't help at all. There was a mosquito in front of my face. And I thought I saw it and me, you know, a little bit ADHD, a little bit in, like embarrassed and everyone's looking at me. I just like go up and clap the sky. And then I'm like, oh no, people are recording and everyone's there. It was, <laughs> my God. She can't handle attention, basically, Dude, I guys. cannot, I cannot. Not when it's like ever, like, if it's strangers, I don't give a fuck. Like, and if it's like a small group of people, but it was everyone that I really, really just like, I love to death on this island. It's like, they were all there and I was just like, oh my God. Like they all are showing up for me, made two homemade like cakes for me of like thick, thick chocolate. Like I was like, oh my God, this is really sweet. And I, did, I just didn't know how to act. Like I was just so happy, but I just can't, I don't know, I'm a little socially awkward. It was really fun though very fun mm, that's good yeah that's good yeah um is stephanie is there anything you want to plug out there um got your tiktok the yeah, instagram okay. yeah i am like thinking about it but i out on tiktok i do post on tiktok i like to dance more as like a, a hobby per se and i like creating content so like it's not just dance like i i like coming up with you know ideas and i haven't been super active like lately on my tiktok but i mean if anyone wants to check it out sometimes i'm on it too so you should definitely check yes it out. I it's like quality <laughs> content i can i can um yeah but do i say what plug it, it is plug it. okay it's at um steffy.andrea s-t-e-p-h-y dot a-n-d-r-e-a Right. Yay. Thank you so thank much. Thank you for coming thank on, Steph. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, thanks thank for, for joining us. Yeah. Of course. So fun. This is like really cool. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really liked it. Yeah.